Keeping it real with Jared Lawrence. Welcome to Keeping It Real with Jared Lawrence. I'm your host, Jared Lawrence. That was the Osmonds, One Bad Apple. Yo, young Donnie Osmond, man, he sounded just like Michael Jackson. I know y'all probably was wondering the same thing. Was that Michael Jackson? No, that it was Donnie Osmond. I wanted to play that song because, you know, it's been a little rocky these last few weeks on Keeping It Real with Jared Lawrence. We've had a lot of negative energy a lot of anti-marriage talk a lot of non-monogamous talk give me a bomb and i have somebody who wants to kind of refute some of that stuff we talked about somebody who wants to come in and give their own perspective on things shout out to my homegirl keisha she had a lot to say after the kayla episode she had some more to say after the Donna episode, and I said, you know what? I got to just get you on the phone. I got to get you on the phone. I want you to give your perspective on everything. I want you to tell us what you're feeling. Um, she's happily married. Give her a bomb. She has a husband. Kids. Yeah, I want I want to get a more positive perspective on everything because I know I've been kind of jumping off the deep end lately. I've been kind of anti-marriage, anti-kids, anti-everything. And I know people probably think I'm not giving you guys both sides of the story. So we're going to do that tonight. And I'm calling Keisha right now. She says she's available. We had to push this back a couple times. But she's finally on the episode and we're going to get right to it. Hello? There she is. Keisha Hi. Smith is in the building. Give her a bomb. It's actually a massage now, but. <laughs> She's on the phone. You can't hear it. I'm giving you mad bombs tonight, though. Are you? Yeah, I'm giving the bombs out. Because you have a lot to say, and I feel like you're going to bring a different perspective. I feel like the stuff we've been talking about has been a lot of anti-marriage and anti-monogamy and, you know. A lot of people want to want to hear the other side. They want to hear the happier side. So I, I said I had to call you. And I, I was motivated to call you because after the, the Kayla episode, you had a lot to say. Like, <laughs> you DM me on Instagram, like, paragraphs. And you were going I in. Really did. You were going in. And I said, you know what? I just got to get you on the show because I can't even read all this. But I wrote, I wrote the notes down. So we're going to get to everything. It was just a different perspective. I can't even remember what I responded to, but obviously I'm sure you took your notes, so you probably do know. Oh, yeah, I got notes. I got notes. Um, and the reason I wanted to have you on the show 
is because I feel like you come from a different place than everybody else. Uh huh. Um, if I'm not mistaken, you were previously married, right? Previously married? Or no? Was it was it not a marriage or was it a marriage? I thought no. in the, in, the, in the DM when you were writing me back, you said something about being married before, but maybe it was just a relationship. I don't know. No, no, nope. I've been in one marriage, oh. one wedding. But you you were you were in a relationship. We had kids previously. No, I have kids with the person I'm married to right now. All of them? <laughs> wait, am I hearing you differently? I thought, wait, hold on, because I want to make sure. Why I, are you mixing me up? Yeah. I thought you had kids before you got married. No. Oh, that we oh, we and him had kids. Yes. But yes, that's, 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 that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm oh, saying. shit. Okay, because I'm like, I know she had kids before. Are we allowed to curse? Yes, keep the road, Jared Lawrence. You say what you want. <laughs> But the reason I'm saying all that is because you've come, you both have come from different situations before you were married to each other. So you yes. guys seen the the good, the bad, you know, you've seen all sides. That's why I want to talk to you because you guys had prior situations and then you found each other and you found that happiness, but it took a while to get there. Yes. So that's, that's kind of why I think your story is unique. Whereas certain people, you know, they might break up with whoever they're with, but they never find that happiness that they're looking for, that true happiness. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you've gotten there and maybe you can offer us a different, you know, perspective on how you got there, what it took you. Like, did you have to make any changes to yourself mentally? Like what, how were you able to find the person, the man of your dreams? Well, as far as change, I think everybody, as you age, regardless, you change, but of course in a relationship, you do have to change a lot, not yourself per se, but just you're doing a lot more compromise. And that's what a relationship or marriage is really about is compromising. People are, most people are, they're, we're selfish. We're selfish. And so yeah. people have a hard time doing compromise, but it's all about communication. And, and for us, it took a while to get there because we started off, of course, as just, you know, I didn't take him seriously. I just got out of my own relationship and, um, and he didn't take me seriously because he was just doing him. And, um, we yeah. didn't really get to know each other, of course, until after the baby. He had an idea of the person I was, but um, I, hell, I didn't know who he was. <laughs> I saw somebody say something about this on Facebook um, today, and it made a lot of sense where it was like women, when you date, like don't focus on one dude, and it's like make them earn that, that exclusivity, you know? Because if you just give it to them out the gate, they might not take you seriously. So... The fact you're saying you both didn't take each other seriously, it was kind of like earned on both sides. I feel like yeah. that that says something. Maybe that that's the direction I need to go in. Maybe I'm moving wrong. Well, well no, not per se. I mean, of course, usually a woman at some point gets a little bit more feelings than the guy because we're we're kind of built that way. We're emotional, we're emotional people. And at one point for me, I did start to fall and think, oh, maybe we could be more. Um, but then I realized, you know, okay, maybe I'm not the only one, which I wasn't. Oh, see? <laughs> and once I realized I wasn't, I was just like, all right, back to being me. But that's part of the game though. I mean, if you're not, huh? if it's not like serious with each other, I don't feel like anybody owes anybody. And you kind of said that in the, in the message where you were writing me where about when Kayla was saying how she expects the guy not to, to do anything else. And it just you were kind of like, well, does she really think he might not be out there having sex without a condom with other people? Like, it's it's possible. Well, 
Well, the problem, well, for me in my situation, the reason why I started to get more serious because he was talking to me more serious. He was running an extra okay. game on me. Okay. <laughs> he was running an extra game on me because he didn't have my full attention. attention. Um, and it worked. <laughs> yeah. It worked. And so for me, I became more committed and, you know, you start talking to less to the people that you were talking to. And that's kind of what turned him for me, but I didn't realize it didn't turn it out for him. <laughs> so you, so you can understand where we were coming from in our previous episodes where we yeah. were talking about how we were not ready to like settle down and stuff. Like maybe it takes that right person. We, we, we all admitted that if we found somebody, we probably could settle down if you find that right person, but it's just so hard out there to, to find that person. Like mil- hundreds of millions of people out there. How many people do you think are really right for you in the world? I mean, that's true as well, but I think it really comes down to time because at the time I didn't realize he was the right person. I just, you know, I like motorcycles. He had a motorcycle. I had a motorcycle and he was fine. And I was going to look at him. That's really what that was. It was more of attraction in the beginning. It was just, you know, attraction. It is for most people, I believe. But for me, it turned into, hold on. I'm sorry. My phone is acting up because I'm outside in the rain. Well, on my deck. Hey, that deck is nice. I'm it I'm is. waiting for my invite to the deck. I watch the Insta stories. Y'all have a lot of people on that deck. I ain't gonna lie. There's, there's a lot of people. <laughs> we we can, but we, we built it during the quarantine. I got a little Ooh. joke in my head, like every time I watch your stories and there's like mad people, I'm like, should I call the cops? Is, About what? <laughs> how many have too many people? Uh, me? <laughs> like it's just a joke. I don't really not gonna do it but it's like yo is I that more than people like that over my for my birthday i mean yes i don't know but... what the number is like how many you're supposed to have but i'm always like is she at the limit i, I think i think it's actually you know i don't know i don't know what the number is i just i limit it to 10 i try okay so, but i don't know no the deck is um, nice though i was just joking like i wouldn't Ever call the cop? Like I said, I don't call the cops unless it's a felony because I'm not risking. I don't want anybody sure. dying over some BS. So unless it's somebody's life really in danger, I'm gonna let you yeah. have it. Yeah, we don't need any excuses for anybody to die. Yeah, but yeah, I did yeah, write a whole bunch of stuff down. Um, I'm gonna let you get out everything you want to say too because I got yelled at on the last episode for cutting Donnie off too much. So, oh no, you're fine. You're allowed to direct the conversation because if you want to be honest. I took my time to get myself inebriated. So if I start running oh, along. Me and Donnie <laughs> were drinking last week. That's probably why I was cutting them off so much. We were both in here drinking. <laughs> we were both in here drinking Pacifico. It's been a long day. And so I get my mommy time. No, I just came back. You gave me extra time. Yeah, I just came back from the brewery myself. So, but I'm focused now. I wrote everything down I want to get to. Uh, you say you might put your husband on later too. I do. I want to hear his perspective on some stuff. But uh, if he's around. Uh, yeah, he's downstairs. He's playing video games, and I'm here with my friend while she's in the hot tub. Shout out to the friend. Is she single? She is single. Drop a bomb. We're going to drop a bomb on that. Hey, you got some hot friends, too. Like, I ain't going to lie. I've seen a couple that I, I, I think I followed one on Instagram, and I couldn't get the follow back, so I kind of just gave up and unfollowed after like a month or two. But That's funny. I don't. I guess I never really got that for following people that you don't know. I haven't communicated with when you come over i'll introduce you to my friend yeah, i gotta get to atlanta so i can get like these proper introductions because i now yo, which friend are you following i'm curious i don't want to i don't want to put my business out. <laughs> <laughs> now you know what you know what i don't even care it's keeping it real with jerry lawrence it was the chef it was the chef 
Shout out to her. It was the chef? Yeah, she was like some type of chef. She looked good, though. Oh, you must be talking about Jordan. Mm, I don't know. Jordan, Pippen, Stockton? That's well, funny. Well, they look good, though. <laughs> the, no, she would be your fallback. She has a whole little business going on. I, I followed her for like a good month, you know, DM. I think I responded to some Insta stories trying to slide in a DM. Uh, wasn't successful. <laughs> so I gracefully bowed out. That's hilarious. Well, she's in relationships, so if you slid in her DM, you know what? No, her. that's why I stopped following her. I think she finally posted the man. I think she posted her man, and I said, "All right, I'm out." Because if they don't post the man, I'll, I'll rock. But once they start showing lovey dovey stuff, I got to drop out. Because I'm like, I, first of all, I was just following you to look at pictures. But if I got to see him all that's the time, funny. I got to only know. one picture. Are you sure? Or just you just saw, it or you didn't I, go through I, her entire? No, page no, no. To see? When I started following her, I don't think the dude was getting posted as often. I think there was like a gap uh, of him being posted. Then out of okay. maybe it was, I think it might have been a long distance relationship. But out of nowhere, he started getting posted more. And I said, dang, I didn't even know she had a man. Because normally, if they have a man, I won't follow. Like. I always tell women on Facebook, I say, if y'all don't want dudes like trying to holler at you on Facebook, put a picture of you and your man early in your like, you know, in your pictures. Don't have your picture set to private where we can't see anything because we're going to think you're single and then we're going to start shooting our shot. So if, if your man is prevalent. So what you're saying is you're saying that in my profile picture, because my page is private at all times, I need to have my husband. No, 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 no. I'm saying not not necessarily your profile picture, but. You know how you can look at other photos? Oh, okay. Have a couple of those available for public with him in it. Just so <laughs> dudes can see before they try to, you know, friend request or message. Okay. Yeah. That's all. Notation. Because I feel like <laughs> women make it seem like they're single a lot. And then we think, you know, we can holler at them. So then we try and then we find out, nah, they're not. And no, then, what makes you think that they're trying to make it seem like they're single? No, no, we don't think they're trying, but we're guys. So we just, if we think you're single, we're going to try to talk to you. Like, we don't know oh, if okay. you want a man or not, but we're going to try. <laughs> this, I'm just telling you how men look, how men think. So when you approach, do you ever look for the ring first? I'm starting approach? to do that more. But like on these Instagram pictures, you know, you can't really see it well, all yeah, the time. I but on social media, but I'm talking about. No, when I'm out in public, mm -hmm, always looking for the ring now. Younger me didn't realize like, didn't never even thought to look for the ring, but I guess as I got older, I don't know mm -hmm. why I never thought about it. It makes more sense because it saves you a lot of time. But I've also been out with people where women have those rings off. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you want to talk about that. I'm not you, but I'm just saying I'm sure you have been in, around people who do that. But what? Women who take the ring off when they go out. Um, well, OK, I take my ring off every day. And I'm not talking I, about that type of situation. I'm talking about women who act like they're single when they are out and the ring comes off. So if a woman's taking her ring off to go to the club, then yes, she is looking for attention and she doesn't, she's not worried or thinking about her marriage. That's different. But I have accidentally gone out a couple of times and forgot my ring at home and it wasn't intentional. I wasn't trying to act single. I just forgot. <laughs> Do you ever just get like, does your husband say anything like, Hey, like, where's your ring? Uh, he used to, but I think he realized like, okay, this is early, you know, early in a marriage, we're still fresh and still. Mm -hmm. And so for him, it's just like, oh, you went out, where's your ring? <laughs> because what would and you say? Me, go ahead, go ahead. Huh? I was um, just going to say, what would you say if he did that? But I wanted you to finish your, your point. I, I did, I've done the same to him, but um, it's because his ring actually broke because <laughs> he's in construction. Mm. Um, and so I had to get him another one and another one. Until yeah. I realized that he just can't have a normal ring and he needs to have a rubber band ring. That's true. I mean, the rubber band is probably the best way to go. 
Yeah, so he has one of those rubber band rings. But I, I want you to finish your thought because I'm going to get yelled at for cutting you off. So I want you to oh. finish what you were saying. I don't remember what I was saying. You were no. talking about, like, when you go out, if you don't have your ring on, like, you not having your ring on and you forget it and he, he asks you about it. Yeah, I mean, again, that was beginning. Now, at this point, he just realizes, just forget it. that trust is there. That's really what it comes down to is trust. Like, if I leave here and go out of town now and I forgot my ring, which that's not going to happen. But if it did happen, he's not going to think because we've built trust now (laughs) that I'm going out there trying to pick up men. We got time for that. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah. Um, So, but in the beginning stages of a marriage, was it like that? No. hmm. We had to get here and it took a while to get here. Did you know that seven years is like the hump? It's not 10, it's seven. Really? Yes, I learned that from so my boss. So if you can make it to seven, you think like it gets easier? Or? That's what I was told, that that's, after seven years, it's like the hardest. And so once you beat that seventh year, you jump the hurdle. I thought it was 10, but I was told by the elders that it's the seventh year. Okay. And I also want to say, because you, you had a strong opinion about like the open marriage thing. And I, I just want to get out. Are you you're against that totally? You don't think it works in any marriage? You just think like maybe for certain people it can work. Um, it can work for certain people, but I don't think it works. Am I against that? I give a sh- what anybody does, but I do have a family member who has an open marriage, and I know it's it's failing miserably. It doesn't work. You, <laughs> but you, from what I read when you were messaging me about it, it was more because they were being too open about it. In my opinion, it felt like maybe um, the secrecy might help it. Well. I think at one point, it, no, he wasn't too open about it. I mean, they were open about it in conversations with us because we're family. Of course, we question stuff, but how can I say this? <laughs> well, from what I've read, they he were somebody went, was getting caught up too much or getting caught. I, and- I don't. I I feel like one, they married for the wrong reasons in the first place, and that's a problem. Uh, I totally agree with i forgot who said the statement but the man has to be more in love with the woman that was kayla the man has to be more in love with the woman and in this situation with the woman is when was always more in love with him and i don't i'm not quite sure I he loves her but i'm not quite sure if he was ever really in love with her they just have kids so that's where i think for her i think she in her head, told herself, oh, open marriage because I want to keep my husband happy. But at the end of the day, she's really doing it for him and making it, lying to herself, saying it works for her because she does it. But when he, when she sees certain females of a certain, a certain background, mm. then she has a problem. So Is that more self-conscious? Then, or Self-conscious, exactly. So if there's a woman that's better than her, has a better job than her, and she knows of this woman, she's now self-conscious. So now there's an argument. Now they're fighting and he doesn't get it because she had her dude or whatever. But he's getting all these type model looking chicks and that's a problem for her. So then it's been a reoccurring up and down issue. So now he becomes more secretive of his uh, people that he's meeting and she becomes more jealous and frustrated and then tries to act like she's not and all of that. It's just, I think it's just messy, you know? And well, at the end of it, go ahead. Go ahead. I think it's just messy. Now, when I had my honeymoon, I did talk to a bunch of swingers. Evidently hmm. we went to, we went to a hotel in Cancun. Oh boy. <laughs> it's not not Tulum, huh? Cancun. Cause I heard Tulum's the new spot now. 
It was Cancun. I mean, it was Temptation Hotel. Oh my god! Look it up. Whatever. It was amazing. <laughs> I mean, I know Temptation Island. I don't know if this is the same thing. It's, it's called Temptation Hotel. The hotel is nice, clean, but it's very, very, very different. And I realized that when I walked in and they were playing games that were very sexual at the pool. Well, you must have had the wrong <laughs> travel agent. I so I booked them myself. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Why would you tempt your husband on the honeymoon that you just got started? Who does I know. It? But this everyone was the test. in the pool and I was completely clueless because it was an all it was an adults only all inclusive resort and I needed an inclusive resort that had five four or five stars that's what I was looking for. Mm. And then um, I asked our honeymoon was literally 2 weeks after our wedding. We didn't plan it. We just waited for the wedding wedding to come in and we booked it. <laughs> that's what I did. <laughs> and it was a nice hotel. It was yeah. just uh, lots of swingers and married swingers. And uh, we didn't realize that when they were buying us all our drinks. <laughs> See, and that's the, I'm not the swinger type. Like, I want to go back real quick to what you were saying about. Um, I'm not a swinger type, no. The cousin where the problems come when she sees somebody that might, she thinks looks better or looks more attractive, some type of attraction thing. The attraction. But it goes back to what I said about not wanting to know. So I think when you know, that's when the problems come. I did agree with you on that. I think if if you don't know, then it's not an issue. I think knowing makes it an issue because then you start to, your insecurities start to build up. Oh, you know, for a guy, I don't know. Did she dick him down better? Like all that stuff. And that depends again on how you really feel about this person. And again, in my family member's place, I think one one feels completely stronger about the other, and the other one is just knocking his rocks off because truly he's unhappy, honestly. Yeah, I always wonder that, like, if you feel like you need another person, does that mean you're really, like, unhappy and not satisfied? Or maybe some people are just happier having... Maybe you're you're getting fulfilled mentally by your partner, but you need more sexually, and maybe that's why they have another person. It's some people. Some, I've no. I I have a couple married friends that are married that have those issues. One has a higher sex drive than the other, and it's a problem. There's a, actually there's a lot of marriages like that. But <laughs> but I feel like that's gonna end up. You're gonna get to that problem at some point too, because like once you get older, it's probably gonna mm-hmm. slow down a bit. When you have children, see that's usually where the issue is. Is you know, they remember what it was like before kids. And then once the kids come in, now we have another responsibility and it becomes, but um, I'm not sure you want to talk about that now. Or you said you want to push that back later, but what, I the kids? all that right now. No, no, we can, we can jump around. We can jump around. No, what I'm, what I'm saying is, uh, you know, what you, you're saying um, when, after people have kids or whenever they get married, the sexual, someone's higher sexual drive. Usually it's mostly the man that has the higher sexual drive and the woman hers is now lowered because she's got kids and she's got responsibility. So she's not thinking about, you know, getting dick down. She's now like, I got to cook. I got to do this. Um, did I put little Timmy to bed? I don't know. Um, just, there's just so many things that are going through our head just all the time. So the spontaneity of having sex all the time is now thought of thinking about all the chores that we have to do, all the things we have to do. We have now a list. It changes. And the only way I believe in a marriage that can is the husband understanding, seeing that and doing more and being more hands on with these things, realizing because it usually becomes our chore. You know, I'm 
I got to breastfeed. Obviously, he can't. I'm the one who's getting up in the middle of the night. I'm, you know, all of that just affects. And some people, I had a conversation yesterday with another couple, and he feels because his wife is a stay-at-home mom that she should always be mm. ready. Oh my god! And I disagree. Yeah, that's not because... a good. <laughs> well, this is a couple. This is a conversation we have. We have Venus Mars themes over here where we put stuff in a hat questions in a hat and talk mm. about it anyhow but that's how he feels he feels like he does he pays the bills blah blah blah. he takes care of everything and all she has to do is keep the house clean take care of the kids and cook and satisfy him but when you have toddlers running around that's the most exhausting thing ever in the world <laughs> oh trust me i go to my friend's houses and i'm exhausted after an hour just because the kids, you know, they want to play with me and stuff because I'm like a new person in the house. And I'm just like, bro, <laughs> I'm like, I can't do this. You're on your toes, aren't you? Like, you're like, oh, okay. And then you know how the parents, like, you could probably speak to this, how y'all get so excited when, like, one of your friends comes over because it gives you kind of a break and you can walk to the other room and leave the kid with them. and Yeah, it, all of that. Yeah. I used to be excited just to go to Walmart by myself. I mean, it gets that way. <laughs> yeah, I heard y'all can't even use the bathroom by yourself. That's the part I'm not willing to give up. Huh? I'm not willing to give up the part about not being able to use the bathroom by myself because kids I are always like, like to use the bathroom by myself. I hear about kids <laughs> wanting to come in knocking all the time like that part. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if I can deal with that. I love to use the bathroom by myself now, but when they're young, no, I had all the, I still have a video of my child saying, mommy, what's prophecy? Cause I told him I need my privacy. Get out. Uh. <laughs> What prophecy? Mommy needs her prophecy is what he's telling his other brother. Yeah. <laughs> and their fingers and all of that. All of that is true. But blessing is that they grow up and it's not going to be like that forever. And the problem is in some marriages is people give up beforehand instead of waiting out and going through it. You know, they're not going to be sleeping in your bed forever. They're not going to be in diapers forever. They're going to grow. Now that my children are older, my husband and I, our marriage is, is growing substantially. Like, you know, we're communicating better we're having way more time for us. And so because of that, we're getting closer to each other and, and learning new things about each other, honestly, What's and how, to, oh, go, go ahead, go ahead. And just how to treat each other better, honestly, we're, and that's what it comes down to in the beginning of stages. Things are so chaotic. Me and him went into a relationship basically with a kid. <laughs> yeah. And so we started off basically strangers with a baby. <laughs> And then moving in with each other and we work through that. And I don't know if it's because I grew up with two married parents. They're still married. 40. I think that plays a role. <laughs> I mentioned that last week. I, I was talking last week to Donna about like when I look at all my friends who are married, like most of their well, parents you know, are still but together. Donna, but he did. He's he stated something. I forgot what it was for him. I think he stated that we're we think we're supposed to be like them. Mm. And then follow certain religions and certain rules. Uh, that's not it for me. But I can see how certain people believe that, hey, I see this marriage and my parents. And even though maybe they had a shitty marriage, feel like they should stay together. And that's the way it's supposed to be. If I'm in a shitty marriage, I'm not staying in it. My happiness means more to me. <laughs> yeah. And that's how I grew up. That's how what, what I was told. You know, it's okay to have a divorce. You know, it's not. I don't have to be with this person. My parents aren't, you know, if, if he hit me today, there's not gonna be an excuse. It's gonna be pack my shit up and let's go. <laughs> hmm. I got so. a question too about like marriage and kids and all that. 
What do you think about like the women who say like after they have a baby or whatever that the husband is not as attracted to them anymore or they don't feel like they're uh, desired anymore? Do you think that's more because they they fell in love for the wrong reasons? It was a more of a physical thing to begin with, or do you think it might be some type of like psychological stuff going on there? That might be some psychological stuff, you know. That's I I I can't speak to that when I gave birth to my for me I was more insecure about myself after I gave birth because my once cute body was look like a rat <laughs> so yourself you're self-conscious there's not a baby now you have all this skin and you don't you're not used to seeing your body like that yeah and we're so used to seeing what we see on tv and that we have to snap back immediately but yeah, that's, Real life. Back. yeah that's, that's ruining a lot of stuff like men are just expecting women to bounce back like, yeah so quickly no. and it's just not natural and not it's probably. just not natural it's just not you know and but i always get certain, yeah. I, I just wonder that because i always see a lot of relationships fail after like a baby comes and i always wonder like what role what that and, yeah and that's true a lot because but it's it's because some people think bring it, having a baby is going to bring it together. I did not think that just because I had this man's child that we were going to be together because he also had three other kids. <laughs> so I did not go into this, you know, because some women think that just because they have a child with this person that they're going to be together forever. But what you probably saw, what he was, doesn't mean he's going to change just because there's a baby. You know, I don't believe men just change when they have a baby. I believe men change and they grow up at, say, age when they're ready. I happened to meet my husband when he was of age or he was kind of over going through women and was ready mentally to settle down and actually get to know me and work at it. But you can't force it and think that just because you had a baby that it's just going to automatically work and you're going to be one happy family. And I think a lot of girls, young girls think that way and hell, not even young girls, older girls. I see it now. Social media is just wrecking all these women's brains these days. That's how I feel. You said that though, when you were writing me, you said marriage needs to happen after each individual has experienced as much as possible where there isn't a want for anything else. Right. What is, I can't you, cause your, your voice is a little muffled. My voice is muffled. Yeah, this has been muffled the entire time. Oh. I was just trying to just strain my ears through I'm it. sure it'll sound better on the playback. I don't, I don't it probably would have <laughs> sounded better if I was in person, but since I live here in Georgia. Trust me, <laughs> it will sound better when you listen back. But I was saying you said marriage needs to happen after each individual has experienced as much as possible where there isn't a want for anything else. Yes, I do agree with that as well. No, that was your words. Huh? <laughs> those yeah, those well, are your words. Oh God, yes, you're right. It's my words. I'm I took sorry. notes. But yes, I meant that. I do believe that. Again, he got to experience all he needs to, and he was mentally ready. For women, most of us are mentally ready. We're always emotionally ready to, most of us, ready to get into a relationship and settle down. That's kind of, we're not, I'm not, I'm not bred to be spreading my legs up for any dick just all day. Everybody just new dick all the time. Absolutely not. We we choose a person. We want to stick with that person, get to know that person, and not hop around different dicks. <laughs> At some point, you have to grow up. Now, when you're young, you might go through that stage where you go hop around different dicks. But when you're ready, settle, which most of us are, they'll stay with that dude. Yeah. Do you hear me better now? Huh? Does it sound better? 
Actually, yes, it does. Okay, I switched mics. I'm gonna I'm gonna use the headset mic for this one. So, it takes the bass out of my voice, but well, I'll do it for you. So, regards to the fact, as far as as age, I think Don A may have stated this, or maybe he just said marriage is not for anybody. I can't recall, but I do believe people should not get married younger than twenty eight. I say thirty. I mean, 30, I was, I was going to say 30, but I feel like, well, you know what? For men, maybe 30. <laughs> For women. <laughs> I don't think men are ready before 30. Just depends. I think it depends on the situation. But women are always, by 28, for me, well, then again, I guess I'm already married, so never mind. But I just, my friends as well, by the time of 28, we're, we're older in our heads. And we're already thinking about procreating because at 30, it's when our eggs are now being watched. <laughs> Because we're, we're of a certain age. So that's the reason why I think for women maybe around 28. Because we know everything's fine. And we're not being watched by a doctor. Because we're over the age of 30. 35 is usually when they watch you. But I'm just saying. When when you get to the 30s for a woman. Our eggs. We're not like you guys. We can't have babies at 60. Okay. Janet Jackson <laughs> had a baby at 50. I just want to say. And I've known a couple of girls. Who waited. And now they're struggling. Not saying that anybody should rush. Like physically struggling or with something else? Struggling to have children. Oh, okay. You know, because they're approaching 40 and they rated. And there's nothing wrong with that because they rated for the wrong person. But this is just what happens to us, which is why women, for the most part, are ready to settle down earlier than men. Yeah, I was going to ask that. Like, why do you think women force marriage on us? No, I don't want to say force, but they kind of insinuate like hey it's time to propose like they they're kind of rushing men into it where if men had it their way they would probably take forever to propose so why do you think women are more pushing the issue what brings us to another conversation i have i have this girl group that you know a bunch of girls and we talked about women proposing to the men that's absolutely no i disagree (laughs) with that that is just absolutely no (laughs) because no matter what my statement is we're always going to be ready before them most of the time most of the time you know but a man is not he will ask you when he's ready and if you get married and force it usually it ends up in a divorce or separation or cheatation and i have one friend who did that and she's no longer married to him because she proposed yeah, they're divorced. She proposed oh my to him. Goodness. That was, yeah. She proposed to him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was, Wait, as her friend Yaline say, hey, this is I not a good idea. <laughs> I just learned this like two days ago. But you probably knew so when she viral. proposed. Huh? Did you she know proposed. she was you knew she was gonna propose? No, I didn't know her then. Okay, I was gonna say as a friend, this, you this gotta like step a, in. This is like I have like my Caribbean friends and then I have like my friends' friends and so you know. Anyhow. But <laughs> Yeah, y'all. Gotta, yeah, if proposed. you ever know a friend that's gonna do that, and you're a woman, you gotta step in and stop her. Don't yeah. let her propose. Yeah, I agree. Just yeah, I wouldn't. But people are gonna do. I mean, who who? What's the lady? Jim Jones, Chrissy. Chrissy. Oh my goodness, I remember Look at that them. episode. They're a mess. They're still not married, right? No, they're still not married. Wow. Because he never wanted to get married. Yeah, that's it's so true though. Because it's like if the woman proposes, it's really like. She likes the dude more than he likes her. And that you can't have that for it to be exactly. successful. I, I solely believe that the man has to be more in love with the woman I in order too. for a relationship to work. 
And then if it's the other way around, then it just I don't know. Just doesn't seem to work to me. Yeah. <laughs> and then your parents but, have been married thirty seven years. Have they? I mean, that's what you said. I'm, I, I wrote notes. I'm telling you, I took notes. <laughs> I think it's 37. Yeah. It's you like, said they were together since they were 15, I, married for 37. 37 might be 38, but they've been together since they're 15 years old. That's amazing. So I think they got married when my mom was 20. I don't know. Um, But they're old school. They got married young. My dad got in the military, blah, blah, blah. But, and they've had their struggles. Um, they've had their up and downs. And for me, I've just, I've learned from a good parenting, just watching them. I've seen them get in arguments. I've seen them slam doors. They've gone through all of that, but they still managed to try and find ways to fix it first, whether it was therapy, you know, all of that. And so they tried, and I believe in at least trying first. I think people just give up or get mad or, you know, try therapy maybe once and just say, it doesn't work. And you know, that's usually what happens. That, yeah. That's the reason why marriages are usually in shambles or they don't have a good example. That was the question I was going to ask you, too. Like, what is the key the to getting over that hump when you guys have arguments or you're mad at each other? Like, how do you get the uh, communication back on pay, on point? At, at some point, it's kind of one of us honestly raises the white flag. I know they, my parents or anybody else, they try not to ever go to bed angry. So we do try to stick to that. But there's sometimes there's arguments where like, nah, this ain't gonna work. We're not, I'm not apologizing. He's not apologizing. We're not going to get anywhere. And sometimes it's not even apologizing. It's more of just like, you know, what, that was stupid. And someone just either hugs, kisses, starts having a regular conversation or being funny that's kind of how we communicate but um as far as big fights i i can't go to bed and act like everything's okay it takes me a while i'm when i'm angry i'm angry <laughs> oh boy are you petty or are you just angry a bit he of both? Gets over, like my husband gets over things much faster than i do when i'm upset i'm upset and i just i need i need some time <laughs> nothing wrong with that or sometimes I really need you to understand or see my point. And so until you get my point, I don't really want to talk to you. But I've done better with that. Yeah. My problem is I didn't communicate very well. I'm I'm the problem when it came to communicating within my marriage. And I can admit that just because I usually shut down and go to myself and you're maybe mad and I don't want to talk to you right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm the same type. That's just how I am because honestly, for me, I can... I can be a, I could be an asshole. And for, I think I shut down. What The problem was I was shut down because I don't want to say anything that I shouldn't say because I just feel like being an asshole in that moment and hurting feelings, yeah. you know, like a petty moment. Yeah. And so I just don't say anything and I shut down and, be, and I'm quiet and that frustrates him more because then we're not talking about it. He comes from a family where his parents, you know, they wear their emotions on their sleeve and they discuss everything. My parents, I more watched, but they didn't discuss. They didn't sit down and say, mommy and daddy had a fight. You know, if I asked, they'd be like, it's adult stuff. Mommy and daddy got a fight. Don't worry about it. We're fine. <laughs> That's usually how it was. Mm. Um, so um, I lost my train of thought. It's raining really hard out here. Um, no, you were talking about basically how y'all solve issues and get over stuff when you guys have arguments because i think that's a problem some of my friends have if, is not knowing how to wave the white flag maybe or 
And that kind of brings me back. I have a, let me just ask this real quick because this kind of ties into it. Somebody on my Facebook the other day, which I see so much stuff on Facebook, but one of my friends made a good point where he said, you know, the happy wife, happy life way of thinking is ruining a lot of marriages because we're thinking, you know, we're basically, you're not taking the man's feelings into account. It's all about trying to make the wife happy. And then it needs to be happy spouses makes a happy house like both of them need to both be happy and do you agree with that i understand where the statement comes from happy wife happy life because uh as a happy woman if things are all done for me the more i'm going to do for him you know but doesn't mean i agree with the statement i don't agree with the statement yeah Uh, i believe that we both have to one first off i i don't believe that it's my husband's responsibility to make me happy. Mm. And I don't think it's my responsibility to make him happy. You need I, to I find... need you to expound on that because huh? I need you to expound on that because I don't know. Certain people probably wonder, what are you talking about? Like, aren't I mean, you supposed to make so, them happy for, for, for him? He, he didn't understand it neither. And for me, this is what happens sometimes in a marriage, especially to a woman when she has children. Cause it was me for a second. And I become unhappy because I, I'm expecting, I have my expectations and uh, wanting this and that and feeling just because I'm taking care of kids, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, when I'm expecting him, like, you didn't take me out to get my nails done and all this other stuff. Like, just because I'm doing what I would naturally do. Um, and I really felt like I was just losing myself because I was so just a mom. Being together yes, it's, it's great. And you should be happy when you're together. Happy, you know, we should share in happiness. We should share it together. But I don't feel like our partner, your partner, your husband, wife, whatever, is responsible for your happiness. I just feel like if you're expecting somebody to please you to make you happy, then you're not happy. I feel like you need to kind of, sounds cliche, but I just feel like you need to kind of find happiness within yourself you got to be able to please yourself and make yourself happy not have expectations of someone else to make you happy but what if we're talking about like stuff like just not stressing them out all the time like maybe you're not yelling at them or nagging like just stuff like that you going easier on them not yelling at them for every little thing maybe that's something that might make them happy just knowing they're not always of course no it doesn't make them happy i nag on his ass all the time (laughs) <laughs> so when you say it's not your job to like make them happy, you don't think that place, that type of thing you might. Well, okay. With, okay. Even in, in any household living with anybody, I don't give a damn. It's a roommate, friends after a long, you're going to nag at each other over something. Something's going to irritate you. So yeah. being in a marriage, being with somebody that's intimate with, of course, there's, you're not always going to, it's not always going to be roses and freaking butterflies. <laughs> no, I live by myself. So I'm just not used to getting yelled at for anything anymore. Huh? I, and so I, I live alone, so because you don't, you know, it's quiet every morning. But doesn't mean I'm just I'm angry all the time. You get to learn, like, okay, I'm irritable, so I'm like, because I just go, I'm like, yo, you got waffle mix all over my waffle maker, and blah 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 blah. That's me nagging, but for him, it's just like, all right, all right, my bad. Yeah, and keep it moving. He's not going to be in his feelings for it. <laughs> okay. Um. So, and you shouldn't either, because when you're with your person, you know that person, and it's just gonna you're what you're gonna do is just do better. Like, all right, well, technically, yeah, I did get waffle mix all over the all right, and I should clean it up. So let me do better for next time. So I don't have to hear her bitching. <laughs> yeah, makes you sense. know? And vice versa. You know, 
hey, you left all your shit all over my man cave. <laughs> and he's getting annoyed and I'm rolling my eyes like, oh gosh. But am I upset? No. I'm annoyed, but I grab my shit because I know he's right. <laughs> yeah. But it's just something normal. It's no different from you and your siblings or something. I'm not comparing my husband and I to siblings, but getting no, I, I see what and you're saying. Getting nagged, you know? Yeah, I see what you're saying. I got a question too. Out of all the marriages in this in this world, if you had to get a per, give a percentage, like what percentage do you think was you think people are really happy, happily married? What percentage of the world is happily married? Or U.S. I mean, we can just say the United States because you know the divorce rate. What they say is like a at least fifty percent. Divorce rate is much higher than the marriage. <laughs> so or like, because I think um, Kayla, I think she said something like twenty percent. It was some wild number we had where we were like. How many people are really happy in their marriage? And we didn't have that number very high. And I wonder just because you have like a lot of married friends. You see a lot of people. Um, but you, see, you... here's the thing. It's all about timing, too, because, you know, even my parents who have a happy marriage, if you would have caught them at a time where they were angry with each other and they were going through something, you're going to get an unhappy answer, an okay. unhappy response, yeah, you know? True. So. You know, you catch me on a thing. I'm like, you know what? Don't get married because I'm just being an asshole. <laughs> mm. You know, um, I might just be really expressing myself and be mad, but you catch me on a happy day, you know, on a regular day. I'm not angry all the time. <laughs> is where I'd say it's great to be married because you have a partner who's there. You have somebody to share everything with you, your ideas, um, vacations, and you're not. You know, as a single person, and I have single friends, you know, it's not all your friends are always going to be available to go on vacation with you. Because for me, like, I can't, I'm, I, I've got my children, etc. And I think when a person, when you age, at some point, you realize everybody around you is married, got kids, and it becomes kind of your, your circle of friends becomes, it doesn't come smaller, but you spend less time with them, you get older, and now you're in your 50s, 60s. And you don't have that partner to share these things with. And I see it like that. Like, my parents get to go on vacations. They're retired. Well, I mean, you know, I can still go on a vacation now. Come on now. <laughs> you can go on a vacation. No, yeah, I said a vacation. We can you still can do still the go on vacation. a vacation. But how many vacations are you having at 60 years old? Well, that was the whole argument I made where it was like, maybe you don't need to be married. Maybe you just need somebody you see every now and then. And that's true, too. I have my friend. I felt like she just left. She's in the hot tub downstairs. I don't hear oh, the yeah. TV anymore. Hey, tell her to but follow me on Instagram. Like, she doesn't want to be married. Yeah. Man, follow me. Um, Beyond the glory. And and she's fine with that. She she's I call her the black widow. Oh, whoa. Don't follow me. <laughs> <laughs> don't follow me. Hold on. Leslie, you still here? You have good... <laughs> oh, you couldn't hear it. I gave her the Undertaker sound effect. Follow me. I'm gonna get her uh yeah, Wait, you said I think hmm? I've seen her on your Facebook before. I think I asked you to hook to introduce me to her before. <laughs> so I don't think everybody wants to get married, but tell her I said hi because I'm pretty sure I think I've I'm asked about, you. You're about to hear her perspective. Okay, yeah, let me talk to her because I'm pretty sure I've asked you to. Right? I think you don't say introduce me. You ain't introduced yeah. me. Yeah, see, and my kids. So, you know. Wait, what did you say? Ask her the about why she doesn't want. To... It's not that I don't want to get married. I just don't care about it. It's not something I'm for. You know what I mean? It's not. You know, a goal. Not really. Content single, but it don't happen. Keisha, your phone is cutting out. I don't know. You must want below that deck. Must be on the 
And oh, the hot tub is under the deck. I think you're in that. The hot tub is under the deck. That's why yeah, you're yeah, okay. But you couldn't hear it. So. No, she was cutting in and out about she she doesn't want to be married. Um, yeah. She didn't have a desire to. I feel her on that. How does she feel about like having somebody around consistently that you know? Because you know, like the older people who have that friend that just always be over there, but you know, like it's more than what they acting like it is. Well, of course I don't. So you're asking, she doesn't want to be married, but would she like to have a consistent partner? Yeah, like a, a life partner, like Jada and Will, okay. you know, life partners, even though they might go well, through things. So she's saying she's not anti-marriage. He's saying, but you don't have the desire. Yeah. yeah. She's just not pressed for the desire, but she's not against marriage. She just yeah. doesn't have desire for it. I don't have the desire either, but I feel like it could change. You know, I'm not going to rule it out forever. But at this point in my life, no, nah, there's no desire. It's more... I just love my peace. I don't know. I, I can't give up the peace. What sign are you? Cancer. Huh? I'm a cancer. You're a cancer? Yeah, June 30th. Oh, no. You want to be married. I don't <laughs> want to be married. want to be married. I'll tell you how stressed out I'll be when I'll be going to everybody's house. It'd be stressful. I somebody to love on you. You're a cancer. No, I love me. <laughs> I don't know one cancer. I don't know one cancer that wants to be all loved up and loved on. Do you know how much I love being alone, Keisha? <laughs> it's it's probably weird you how love much. Being alone, but okay, when you were in that relationship with that one girl that I recall, the doctor. I is she a doctor? She's oh, a doctor. I yeah, I kind of messed that one up, huh? But <laughs> did you? But did you miss your peace then, or were you enjoying her then? It was weird did because you, I worked you, on. You know, I used to work on the road. So I was uh -huh. never, I wasn't home oh, consistently. So, was always... so when I, when oh. I was in town and I had to spend time, sometimes it was draining because it's like, yo, I need my time to myself too. Cause I'm like, right. you know, you're always on the road and you come home. You just want to relax after driving all week. So it, that one, I won't, I, it's hard to judge just cause I didn't have a consistent situation where I was living in the, in my house. And you know, I was on the road staying in hotels every night, come home for mm -hmm. two nights a week. It's a little tougher there, but I know right now I love living alone. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can, even if I was married, I feel like I'd have to do the two house thing. Like get a house down the street. We'll just see each other. You know, we don't have to live together. <laughs> that, that's what my friend said. She's like, that's what she wants. Separate rooms. People are doing know, that split, now though. That's a thing. Together. Yeah. That is a split thing. Bills. She just needs somebody to split some bills with. I got <laughs> the bills. I'm like, yo, just pay for like the Netflix and <laughs> NFL Sunday ticket. Like, just give me the streaming apps. And I already pay my own bills by myself now. Like, yeah, that's not the problem. It's for me, it's just deciding, do I want to be around somebody all the time? And that's why I have the 24 hour rule. I don't know if you're familiar with that. I think. So you're not sure if you want to give up your space. Well, look, if I can, if somebody can pass the 24 hour rule, which is being around somebody for 24 hours straight and being able to tolerate them, then yeah, I'll know I'm ready to get married or I can be with them. But there's not many people like hours straight. You weren't around your girlfriend for 24 hours straight. No, no, I could be around her, but she moved back to Canada. Like there was like, she didn't even want to live here. Oh, she wasn't cool. even from here. No, she was yeah. one of the rare people I could be around for 24 hours straight, but there's not a lot of people I can stay around like that. Well, that's what I'm saying. You just haven't found your person that you like to be around that you don't mind sharing that space. That with. person might not be out there though. That's the thing. Like, you found your not, right guy. You don't know but, that person's out there. No, no, I mean, know. the person's out there, but the person might not be nowhere near me. Like, they could be in freaking Montana right now, you know? Like, 
what's the odds of like that's why I asked earlier like how many people do you think well I don't know if I asked it but I always think about how many people do you think in the world are really meant for you do you think it's just your husband or do you think there was possibility that somebody else out there could be meant for you because if that's just your husband then you know if he didn't live in Atlanta who knows where you would be you know well that's true but I guess you know again it comes down to timing and being ready because if I would have met my husband and earlier he you wasn't might've, y'all might have just passed know. each other like. exactly and actually to be quite honest if i didn't get pregnant we probably because i was already you know when i realized okay maybe this isn't for me i was already moving on <laughs> oh so, you got pregnant you got to come right back so you know we communicated more because now it's just like all right we have this human being and so we got to know each other more that's the problem a lot of people aren't taking the time to really get to know each other especially with oh no social media not. and Tinder and it's ruined a lot because everybody swipe. No, well, the problem is we think the grass is always greener. Like if we meet a dope woman, we always think the world we live in now. The grass is probably greener on the other side. So many selections. We always think there's another woman out there that might be better for us. So like once you find a good one, you're like "Ah." there's always gonna be another woman with bigger tits, better tits. Well, not even that. Maybe more personality. I don't know. I don't. Well, that's the problem though. You'll find somebody with a good personality, but you're still want more well that's why we don't know if men can be monogamous that's why we had to have that conversation which you wanted you said i should have had a married person on there but i'm gonna tell you the reason i didn't i wanted to be able to push the envelope a little with that conversation and i I feel like if we had a married person on there we might have we wouldn't have been able to really push the boundaries that we did maybe like it just depends like some some people probably are a little more open to talk about things but you know i didn't want a traditional like nah we don't believe in any of that because I feel like the conversation wouldn't have been able to go where it went. And it, it just gave me a, good, a lot of good reactions because, you know, people like you who started hitting me up like, hey, I disagree with a lot of this stuff. <laughs> and I wanted no. to have you on because you have a, you know, you have a good marriage and I wanted to get your perspective, you know, more, a little more positive. Yeah, but again, it, it, you know, it sounds cliche, but it takes work and communication. And I mean, at the same time, I think we and him take the time to do that we take the time for each other we take to do the time that things that we both like you know yeah that's and, important you know he is a video game guy he's down there <laughs> right now playing right he's a gamer what's he on the and xbox the ps5 both both he bought both. the new ones already oh the pre-order no the, i thought it came out already the ps5 no it hasn't came out just it was just oh, a pre-order i'm so out of the loop when it comes it to comes video out, games. yeah <laughs> I don't even play anymore. I used to play, but it's like, I don't have time but for that stuff. I say anymore. this to say that he he's he's into things and I'm into my things. And I, at one point, used to be so annoyed, like, oh, you just play video games all the time. But that's him. I don't want to take that for him. It's not like he's not getting things done. Yeah, man, built a whole deck. <laughs> yeah, he works his ass off and he deserves to have that time. If he wants to spend four hours on playing video games, fine. That's yeah. what I do. And for me... He had to learn too, like when you see me relaxing, don't look at me because you see the house me a little turmoil. This is me time. Yeah. <laughs> and so getting through those things and communicating and saying it's okay, you know, because we have these like, his expectations of, you know, how his parents grew up and as a Caribbean background, mm. you know, the house is supposed to be pristine at all times. But I said, I'm gonna need you to really remember. You got kids. Senior. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, you know, those were the arguments and trying to get that we had to go through the yeah. frustration. So our marriage wasn't peachy, clean, 
and start off. We had a lot of bumps and roads and, you know, but what we try not to do is ever use a D word, which is divorce. Oh yeah. And uh, try not to say those words. And I admit we said it one time. Oh man. (laughs) Yeah. We were just so fed up with each other. Was this before the seven year mark? Huh? This was before the seven. These are after my kids. No, no, but the seven year mark though. You said after the first, after seven oh, years, it's it's a little said, smoother. This was before the seven okay. year mark. That's, that's, yeah. Just want to make sure. <laughs> and I want to make sure you weren't selling me a false we dream just, earlier. We just made eight years. We just made eight years. Okay. I'll give you a bomb for that. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but no, but I'm just saying, we, and we went through a really bad time, honestly. Mm. It was really tough. And, and with, with well, that being said, though, I have another question. So you said earlier, I wrote this in my notes too. You said you've been married eight years. You have no desire to be with anyone else sexually because you have met your match. So I want to ask you when you're married, how do you, well, cause you also said, yeah, you guys might see somebody that's attractive and you out, you know, you can say people are attractive or whatever, but you have no desire to be with them physically. And I want to know as a married person, how do you see people and not have a desire to act on like the attraction, like oh, when I see other people, yeah, because that's that's what gets dudes in trouble a lot, where they'll I be think, flirting and stuff. You know, I should I should go inside and ask him this question too. Yeah. <laughs> oh dang! <laughs> You're trying to get my man caught up. Oh man. <laughs> but no, I mean for me, um, because it's it's, me, it's, it's natural. It's 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 just it's just. Again, you don't know anything about a person, but just the visual. visual yeah, but look. how do you me, I, how do you get over that? How do I? Because I realize, like, oh, okay, I have somebody at home that loves me and loves me for who I am. I don't have to get to not know another person. I don't know who this person is. This person might be a cornball as soon as he starts talking, etc. And mm. I'm not interested. I'm happy. I'm in love. I'm being satisfied in every way. So for me, yes, I can look and see that someone's good looking, but doesn't mean that. I need to ruin everything that I have. Okay, you know? well, I got to double back. I got to double back. What if yeah. What if somebody catches you at one of those moments where there's an argument and you guys are just fed up with each other? What if you see somebody that's attractive? Like, how do you push forward and say, you know what, it's, it's the, not it's worth it? It's the same it. thing because I'm less for, for me. Hold on, babe. Okay, I think he's, I don't know what he's saying, but um, for me... I'm talking to Jared, so we're just going to see if you weren't busy so we could key you in if you want to talk. Yeah, just a quick but, uh, question. Huh, you said a quick question? Yeah, I just you said you want to ask that same question to him, so yeah, I to get his answer. Yeah, you wanted to ask the question. Well, <laughs> you wanted to ask the question. Uh, huh? I said like, you wanted to ask the question, but I'll ask it. I'll ask it. Yeah, you asked him the question. <laughs> <laughs> ask Jared. Okay. Basically, what I want to know is you guys have been married. Um, Keisha has already said she has no desire to be with anyone else sexually, but everybody can acknowledge that you might see somebody that is attractive when you're out. So I say, I want to know how you guys shut down that desire, I guess, or not let it get to you where you feel like you might want to do something physically with somebody else. Like, how do you stay, how do you stay loyal to the person you're with when there's so many beautiful people out here in this world? (laughs) The grass is on the other side, but go ahead. Okay. Do you want to pie? Yeah, it's just. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, that's a simple answer. The longer you, how long? What's your 
What's your alarm? Uh, y'all, y'all breaking up on me. Uh, sure. Oh, my speaker sucks. That basement. Is it the speaker or the bass? I feel like the signal might be a little rough. <laughs> Whenever I put on speaker, that's what happened with Leslie, too, when uh, she speaks. He was asking you a question. What was the question? He was asking how long, what's your longest relationship? Oh, man. That's under a year. It's rough for me. Oh, that's why. <laughs> I don't think I'm a relationship person, though. I think I've come to that realization. It's not for me. I got you. Yeah. I mean, I'm not closing the door, but I just, I'm not, I'm not stressing it anymore. It's like, you know, some people I think are better off single. I might be one of those people. Well, put it this way, marriage or long relationships is something you just have to be built for. Mm. Not everybody's built for it. So, you know, you, if you, if you, if your longest relationship has been a year, you, you've never been tested. Dang. So, you oh. know, uh, when you come to relationships, there's tests, you know, just like a, a race. You got the beginning, middle to end. Not everybody make it to the end through the, the hurdles and the tests. So you, you probably haven't been challenged enough. I haven't. So uh, the longer you're in a relationship, and I can only speak for a man's position because women, you know, women are women. The longer you're as a man, the longer you're in a, a committed relationship or you're in a situation you you get mentally and sexually complacent in that situation so it's a natural over time you just naturally just like if you was a smoker and you haven't smoked cigarettes in years the urge goes away so not mm. that you can't find beauty in, in other women or because i'm not my buddies send sexy pictures of men women to me all the time you can find sexual, you can find it sexual but you don't that that hunt that crave goes away you don't crave it you know like a like a like a smoker who hasn't smoked in 10 years the cravings go away you know what i'm saying that's a good point i never thought about like that so if you only been in a relationship where for a year you haven't been in it long enough for your craving to go away mm. hey drop a bomb on it they give you a bomb what was that? I had, to, I had to drop a bomb. I don't know. You can't hear it on the phone, but if, you'll hear it on the playback. I had to give you a bomb for schooling me right there. Oh, okay. He dropped knowledge. I mean, I can I have no. I have no retort to that. I can't. I can't say anything back because it was good. That was a good response. Uh, and that's just my. That's just my. Um, my own path. You know, everybody probably has their own opinion or why or what when, but that's just how I've dealt with. Uh, infidelity because lord knows i've been i've done infidelity especially earlier in the relationship but it took time for me to get acclimated to being married you know i think as men we're natural hunters we get out there first thing we do especially as single men is we hunt it's just what we do and you know uh, when you're done hunting and the older you get and the more mature you get in in one woman then that that urge to hunt is is done. You got a full belly. You know what I'm saying. You're sexually fulfilled. You're mentally fulfilled. You're spiritually, emotionally fulfilled. So that need to hunt is just gone. Yeah, I agree. That was that was really good. I I ain't gonna say. Hey, I can say this though. I see why you got that birthday party on that boat last year. Now, man, because you dropped game. You got a lot of wisdom. <laughs> He's grown. That's why you got that yacht last year. I saw. I saw the party. Hey, I just want to get invited to the next one. Oh man, you missed a good one. I, that was awesome. I was living through y'all with the videos, man. That that was oh, amazing. Yeah it was, yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. Damn, y'all are y'all are both so like um 
what's the word? Like y'all both have a good just view on outlook on everything, and I, I see why the marriage is is working now. <laughs> oh, there's some hurdles, bro. Yeah, I know that, but I mean, just oh, where you're at oh. now, it just seems like you guys have a good open line of communication and understanding of each other, and enough uh, enough experiences from before to kind of let you know how to maneuver. Where I don't have that. Right. Well, just understand what I was telling you that, you know, life is, you know, is a, is a race. So you got that beginning, you got that middle, you got the end. So we're, we're still in the middle. We're still, we, you know, we still have a long way to go as far as making it to the end. And it's going to be a hundred more hurdles. There's going to be a lot of, you know, walls, a lot of tests, you know, because um, life is, it's long and it's full of that shit. Man. So, you know, um, we may not make it to the last hurdle and, you know, everything seems peachy and, you know, she's always talking about the grass is green on the other side. You know, there's, there's always another side of the fence, you know, and people are always looking over the fence, looking, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, who, who knows, man, we, you know, we have a, we have a lot more of this story to make. We got a lot of stuff in the journal to write. So, um, who who knows, man? I've seen marriages last for twenty years and then dissolve. I've seen marriages last for thirty years and dissolve. So, you know, yeah, and not everything is always what it seems. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wish y'all many more years of success though, and and a happy marriage. And um, I think if there's anybody that can make it, it's you two because, like I said, I've I've been around some other people and. I don't know if the communication is, is there with, with them like it is with you guys. So you're on the right path with the communication, at least. It's still always, always going to be. But um, it's, it's the key. But it's always going to be something we're always going to have to work on. I'm still. Yeah. Still don't make me want to get married, though. I'll tell you that. Huh? I, I said, y'all still don't make me want to get married. <laughs> when y'all talk about it's still, it's always going to be a hurdle and all that. Like, I don't want to, I don't want a lifelong battle. Set up battle. I don't want to. I don't want the lifelong hurdles. I thought it was like, you know, you get to that good part where y'all just be flowing. But I guess it's. it's... Hey, the, I mean, there is a good part. Like we're we're flowing right now. We're flowing. What I'm, the the big the big battles that we had to go through, which was getting to know each other, trying to raise kids, and mm. you know that process. Those are battles because we're still trying to learn each other. But then we have these children here that are always going to be in the way of so the frustration bill. So we had to go through all those hurdles. Yeah. You know, to get there. And now once the kids are older, now it's to get through different hurdles that, oh, I didn't know this about you. Because, for instance, for me, it's like now I, I'm i spending more time with friends and hanging out. And, you know, he's like, oh, OK, Whoa, who's this friend? Who's that? Wait, because, yeah, because you said you have a lot of male friends on. That was in my notes, too. I wanted to ask about, like, how does that affect anything? Well, I don't. I don't now, but when, oh, when you I used was, to. I was, I was, yeah, I used okay. to. You know, my friend Chris. Yeah, I was with him Chris, last night. Shout Chris, Bo, Bo. Well, I guess yeah, I guess. Shout I mean, as far as hanging out with, I do have a. I would consider you a friend. Yeah, well, I have your phone number, even though so sometimes I don't yeah. change it. Yeah, never give Bo, it to me. <laughs> Bo's a friend. Bo's somebody that Shane met. Bo's been here. We went all the way to Germany, I've, but that my friend from high school. I was hanging out with Bo and Shane at your parents' house. Few years yeah, ago. Chris. <laughs> Chris is a friend. Shane yeah. didn't know Chris. Chris got to know Shane, and um, and Shane got to know Chris, and they became friends. And he's the godfather of our kids. Yeah, because that's always tough. Like 
when you have friends already and then you get in the relationship and then you have to convince your man like, hey, no, we're just friends. Like, cause some jealous, if somebody's jealous, that can make it the situation a little awkward where, you know, I've had girlfriends in the past where they were uncomfortable with me having women friends. And it's like, yo, we're just friends. Now it didn't start like with Chris. Chris was the friend that I had. Changes for him because they, you didn't, he didn't grow up seeing female and male. He didn't quite understand. Mm. <laughs> it didn't start off just couldn't quite understand it and it was just one of those things that i wasn't gonna take a budge on anyone yeah. wanted them to get your, each other your phone is cutting out a little bit too i'm just letting you know i'm gonna let Speaker it rock right but i'm gonna get yelled at later because you know <laughs> i got get yelled at people were yelling at me because of the don a conversation like every time he was about to say something good you cut him off and i'm like hey, i'm letting people rock tonight man I'm letting y'all rock because no, it's cutting out but they're gonna be like every time she was about to say something good it cut out <laughs> i well then that means we would have to hang up disconnecting do all that no, I mean, it's it, it's good sometimes. I don't know. It's like... Well, he's on a podcast. I mean, if he's you want to call me back, you can call me back. That's fine. Okay, he said we could call him back. We were going to call you from his phone because on my phone, it's on speaker. That's the reason why. Uh, so like, okay, call me back. Call me back. So he can hear as well. I will be doing a lot of editing after this, but call me back. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm No, nah, you're fine. I've been editing the last couple weeks. So. I like doing okay. this stuff. Okay, I'll All call right. you right back. All right. Right. Where's your phone? As you see, Keisha is calling back. It's an interesting podcast so far. I'm gonna be editing later tonight. I hope I sound good with this mic. I'm over here on the I'm on the headset mic. I switched over from my uh preferred microphone because I wanted to make sure she could hear me clearly, but I don't know if I have the bass of my voice on this microphone. I don't think I do. But we rocking. Good conversations. Let me figure out what questions I want to ask next. All right, calling from the Atlanta number. I'm Terry. What's up? Okay. What's up? Okay, can you hear us? Yeah, I hear you better. All right. Here we go. Yeah, because okay. I was like, you're going to get me yelled at. You know, people be like messaging me with like critiques and stuff. So. You know, I can hear you better, actually. Because I switched. Well, I, I was using my other mic. My I, The mic I usually use, I was on that one, but it's a very deeper voice mic. Right. And you said it was sounding muffled, so I switched to this headset one I have, which is so much, much clearer. But I'm sure my voice is going to sound like high-pitched with this, but it's all right. Yeah. I'm going to see how it sounds. I've never used – I usually make the guests use this mic. I had Donna on this microphone last week. Oh, we don't need microphones because we have phones. Yeah. <laughs> no, you guys sound good. I wanted to ask you, too, because you said you don't believe in religion or the Bible, but you think marriage is built on a foundation. So I just want to know what that foundation is. Yeah, I don't – I mean, I do – Okay, I, I don't believe in religion. No, I think it's full. I mean, I don't believe in a specific religion either. I believe in God, but I don't believe in. Like... I, yeah, and I do believe in God, a higher being. I just don't believe in the Bible because it was written by man and it's been rewritten a thousand times, and people want to use that. Hey, ever. look, I am digital Bible saved. All right, I'm not paper Bible <laughs> saved. I don't even know if I explained that right when I was trying to tell her last week, but paper I heard that. digital Bible is like they say that because it's like the people who have the Bible on their phone and they read it on their phone, but they also do all the other sinful and bad things on their phone. Yeah. On that same phone they read the Bible on, but then the paper Bible people are strictly reading that paper Bible, and you know, there's no other distractions. The digital Bible, a lot of distractions there. <laughs> I got that from Larry Reed. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's an Atlanta guy. I don't know. I, I read it or I saw something on YouTube or something. You need to check him out, man. He's pretty, he has a big following. He's like a former uh, pastor, but he's in Atlanta and he does like this YouTube show all the time. And it's basically about. The stuff going on in the church, but it's like 
more gossipy, which I'm, I don't know. I'm into that stuff, but. No, I don't that. I find out all the stuff that's going on, like with these preachers from him, like John Gray and all these guys that are acting up. He sounds like he's no better than me as a preacher. No, no, Larry Reed is not a preacher. He's a former preacher. Now he's just like a commentator. He gives oh. you like the news of what's going on in the churches. Oh, gotcha. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, uh, he's entertaining. I watch him more for entertainment. I'm not getting the word from him. That's funny. But yeah, I just wanted to know what the what foundation I, I guess you guys think what you need for a marriage. Well, one, I as I said, I I grew up on a foundation and just watched my parents. I also don't believe in just just you know calling it quits. I believe in fighting for marriage, um, because it's worth fighting for. How much do you think you got to fight though? Like, when is enough enough? Because <laughs> I mean, that's the question people are probably asking right now to themselves. Like, all right, what if he does this? What if he does that? So, I mean, I don't condone cheating, so. So cheating nope. is not worth fighting for? Uh, I think it might be situational. I can't say that, per se. Okay. I think it has to be situational. Um, but I, I can't, for me, cheating is like a, a no-go. However, I'm not saying for any marriage that it's not worth fighting for. It's just, I have my certain, my feelings for cheating. And there's so, different levels of cheating. There's yeah, there is different levels of cheating. There's like exactly. oh a, a one time thing. There's an emotional thing that's been built up over a period of time. There's different. You know, it can be something different. Exactly, baby. What do you feel like the marriage, the foundation for a marriage? Um, foundation is mostly, of course, you know, the trust. The um, he mentioned jealousy before, and a lot of that comes from trust. Yeah. It's just, you know, there's, you know, those key things that make make a marriage and if you don't have those things and then you don't have a marriage or you don't have a relationship. So, you know, trust, uh, you know, all that stuff. Was there anything you didn't agree with in our other podcast? Keisha, anything else you, you wanted to, like, get off your chest or vent on or? I honestly can't remember. <laughs> OK, I'm looking over my notes uh, because I also did listen to partial of. Donna, but I can't oh, recall. Oh, the Donna one. That, yeah, there's a couple of things with Donna. <laughs> we were wilding. <laughs> huh? I said, me and Donna were wilding on that one. That was, uh, I, people ain't going to want to get married after listening to that one. I'll tell you that. Well, that's what I, yeah. <laughs> honestly, honestly he, he, he made it seem like marriage, he made it seem like he was unhappy in his marriage. <laughs> I'm not saying anything for him. I'm saying it. <laughs> yeah, everybody, yeah, I mean, it was, it sounded how it sounded. Yeah, it, that's what it sounded like. He sounded like he was unhappy in his marriage and that there's something that he's, you know, that they may need to figure out together. But right now, he sounds like he lost himself or he feels like he can't be himself or he can't do the things that he wants to do. That's what it sounded like. He wants to yeah, I don't... move to the countryside. and Yeah, he wants to live on the West Coast in the country. Yeah, he doesn't, he's not a people person. He, to he is a people person. I don't know why he's well, acting he like he's not. Person, but he wants to be off in the country. and kind He's of like me, though. He likes just thing. being alone. Like, he likes his me time. There's nothing wrong with that. I like my me time. Yeah, um... You said most women are always prepared to be married uh, more than men. And yes. I, what prepares them? We make ourselves, we're more emotionally available than men are early on. Just because my friend, for instance, she didn't say she's, she does not, she, she's not against marriage. Yeah. Just right now where she's at, she's just cool off of marriage. So, but her, if it comes, so her name was Les, it, Leslie? Yeah. Follow her on Instagram. 
saying. I think I asked you about her before, though. That's why I was like, I got to look at her picture. You, you probably. I have. I mean, you know, I'm the king of, like, who is this to women, like, my friends. my friends. I hit a I, I get everybody with the who is this, though. I'm the king of that. I got to I gotta stop. I don't know why I keep doing it. But I got to slow down. Because I know I ain't about shit, man. I ain't really trying to go nowhere with it. I got to stop that. I got to stop being toxic and wasting people's time, you know? And I'm working on mean? myself. How are you being toxic? And because I know I ain't about shit. So when I'm You're talking about some, inquiring. yeah, but they might be more serious. Like, like I said before, man, the church women but always matching with me. But that's the whole part of meeting new people. Oh, did, okay. Did you think when my husband reached out to me, he was trying to be serious? Okay, so I can do the who's this. Okay, I'm just making sure I get confirmation. <laughs> you know, put a bomb so, on that too. I'm sure not a lot of. I mean, not every relationship or marriage started off with the expectations of going anywhere yeah you just you disagreed with some of the stuff kayla said too about not being she said she about i guess being with one person sexually and you you basically said you can't trust men to wear a condom if they're with other people you know because it it was more i think she said that she's okay with you know her dude going out what was it i can't recall. you said will kayla be upset if her she man said, cheats no, she was saying that she felt like she would trust him if they're okay with having this open relationship. Mm. Although she would be the person that's not with other people because she chooses to be with him, but knowing that it's okay for him to go out, but also trust the fact that he would tell her that she was out, that he was out with other chicks. Yeah, he ain't doing that. Yeah, and I just don't, <laughs> I don't believe in trusting that. I think that's the problem. That's the reason why, A, many women end up getting pregnant because they don't believe the BS. Or they end up with an STD because you believe this man. He said that he was only taking, you know, wearing condoms with everyone else, but then not with you. But then you're stuck with an STD or something. Yeah, no, I think it's unrealistic for women to believe. You're not in a serious relationship. Yeah. You're in an open relationship. To think that yeah. this dude or any dude, if you guys aren't committed, that he's only going to be with you or trying to talk to you, that's just unrealistic. It's unrealistic way of thinking. So that's just that's that's what I disagree with. I disagree with assuming that he's telling you the truth. Yeah. Because well, he might tell you about one person, but he not might tell you about the other three women that he slept with. You know. And that's why I say don't ask, because, don't tell. So yeah, I disagree with that. But yeah. No, I disagreed with that. I told her that I didn't believe. First of all, I'm still confused on if if she's monogamous or not. I still don't understand that. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get her back on to explain it more to me. Cause... I think I think where she's out, where she's, I think I understood what she was saying. She doesn't believe that humans should be monogamous. However, at the end of the day, a lot of humans, a lot of us can't handle the other person. There's, it's just, it's honestly, it's not realistic. It's most people can't handle it. You know, you might go into it, but it, who, who is it? Who, look at Jada and Will. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, I understood what Jada was saying. I understood that whole interview. I got it. I don't know if everybody else did. I understood it. You understood her? Yeah. She was basically saying no matter what we do in our marriage, our bond is so strong that we are going to be life partners no matter what. Like, basically saying they don't have to be monogamous, but they're going to be together when it's all said and done at the end of the day. When they're mm -hmm. old, they're still going to be together. So, like, don't... Basically, she was not tripping over, like the sex stuff like oh because she even alluded that will had probably done some stuff in the past too and she's like you can't say anything you know you've done enough of your own stuff like yes and they're celebrities 
But I just agreed with her. If you're taking the non-monogamous route, I thought she made sense, basically, where she was like, look, we might fall off the wagon, we might be with other people, but we're coming back to each other at the end of the day when it's done. Like, we're coming home to each other. That's what I took from it. That's a load of bullshit. (laughs) Shane ain't having it. (laughs) Well, the thing about it is, it's like, you know, can you have breakfast and dinner at the same time? There's certain things that just don't mix oil and water. You know, mm. um, the word monogamy and marriage and multiple partners, it just don't mix. Okay, we get into it now. Eat it for the dawn of time, and it just does not work. You either have to be on one side of the fence or the other. So you're, you guys, I take it, both of your stances is against monog- non-monogamy? You guys are both in agreement well, for monogamy? One thing about it is called equally yoked. So you have to get with a person because there's something you said earlier about you know your relationship or you know if i think if you're not evenly yoked with somebody and you guys don't sell, share the same passions and the same you know views and the same values then it's not gonna work you know it's like a preacher trying to hook up with a stripper it's just mm. it, it, ideas might be a little different he got a lot of analogies <laughs> You know, so if you're, you know, if you're getting with somebody who says, hey, I'm cool with you dating other people and you're not cool with her dating other people, you guys not work. So if Bill and Jada, you know, more power to them, they have a certain ideal of how they want to run their marriage. I'm not knocking it, but it doesn't work over here in this household. Mm. But you guys agree that what what is you guys what, what's right for you might not be right for somebody else like. It could work for other people. Yeah. Right, but you're talking about the sanctity of actual marriage. Mm. You know, they're not sitting at that red table talking about entanglement and then and then they didn't have issues with their marriage for no reason. They're sitting at the table and they've been divorced for a reason. So do you think infidelity is probably part of it? Mm. Do you think people are playing with the with the sanctity of marriage, the word like marriage, the idea of it when they're entertaining all this other stuff, do you think marriage is just supposed to be like two people with each other and no nothing outside of that? Well, I think people twist things to their own agenda. So, you know, if they like certain things about marriage and then they don't like other things about marriage, they're going to twist that marriage to their agenda. They're going to say, okay, I like getting cooked eggs and bacon in the morning with my wife and, and I like the you know certain things about being married but then I don't like the fact that I have to be monogamous so they twist the actual meaning of marriage and what marriage it was meant to be for mm. to their own agenda which is fine do what you do but don't call it marriage don't call you know just call it it is what it is that's why I say life partner I don't. I don't need the term marriage. I don't. honestly don't even know if I need like the whole ceremony and all that. Like I can just be with somebody and be be with them forever and not really ever say we're married. But there you go. Marriage is not for everybody. Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, and to force it down somebody's throat is asinine. I think it's you just know? more of how we were raised with our parents making it seem like that's how we're supposed to live our life. That's how you're supposed to end up. Like you know. It's been ingrained in us as kids that everybody thinks they're a failure or they didn't live life to the fullest if they don't end up married with kids. Mm-hmm. And I don't think everybody gets married just to have kids neither. Oh well, yeah, that's a that's a whole another story. 
Because <laughs> I mean, we can there's a, we can talk about the pressure that people families put on people. Like, where when are y'all having kids? And you know, yeah. you don't even know their situation. They might not be able to have kids. Like the woman might not be able to. Yeah, some people can. They could just marry just because they just love each other and want to spend the rest of their time. And then some people don't. Yeah, together. they don't want to deal with the stuff that comes with having kids. Some people are happy to just traveling to Greece and you know doing all this stuff, and picking up and going. That's what we plan to do when our kids get out of high school stuff. Yeah, because you guys are still young enough where like you can have that second win. Like y'all, y'all had that second second win yeah, out there traveling. Like my parents, my parents are almost sixty and they're living life. Like, you know, yeah. they're in their thirties. <laughs> yeah, see, this is it for me. If I have kids now, ain't no second win. Like I got to get my my traveling and everything out the way now because uh-huh. if I have you kids, get it out early. I'll, I'll be sixty going to their graduation. <laughs> You know, I mean, that's that's what it is. Oh, I also want to ask you, because you do, since y'all, you know, you guys have kids. Keisha, you say you keep it real with the kids. Don't see a lot of that these days with the parents being very honest with them and preparing you them. To. You have to. And then I think, I don't know if it's Caribbean parents or parents from the older generation, period. They aren't open. They, my parents didn't sit down, discuss sex and bad people or anything like that for me because of the world we live in right now and with social media and kids having access to youtube and all of that you have to be honest so they can, so they can be prepared for a situation that comes their way yeah and i've seen it you know because i check my kids uh they play roblox some weird game no i had to buy that for mark's son the other day yeah, his birthday. Love robots. Like, what the heck is this? Twenty five dollars so he could buy some gear? Like, what? <laughs> but in saying so, you know, I explain to them because they're playing with strangers, and so I tell them, "Hey, there's older people who pretend to be kids and play with you, and they might ask you things." And you know, I tell them how to handle themselves. And just going through my son's account, I saw where he's went through certain different situations and how he's handled it because I communicated with him. You know, other kids have asked him, hey, so where do you live? Because he's playing with somebody in China, like mm. with somebody in London. And he just says, Earth. <laughs> you know, it's his response because he knows that if he tells somebody where he lives and they, it's, it's uh, someone could try and find him, ask more questions as a gateway. So for him, that's how he responded, Earth. Now, for me, I just said, don't tell anybody your address, etc. But he refuses to even tell them he's in America. But because I explained to him about rapists and people out there, they know that. And same thing, I don't believe in telling your kids to say pee pee and <laughs> vagina on his penis. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> There's no reason to cringe at it. I mean, they still get cringy when I talk about it. I did it today. While we were driving from school. Oh, wow. <laughs> I explained it because my son had a pimple. So I explained puberty. Oh, and, okay. And so I go into talk about hairs and deep voices, and they're like, uh. uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they don't teach sex ed in school anymore, do they? Are they still teaching that? I don't know, but I don't know if they do, if it's too late, because at they're not teaching in elementary school and by sixth grade they're starting to go through puberty so he's not from my you know he didn't have any classes that were on sex ed or anything i can't recall when i took it but 
I think I was in eighth grade, maybe. Yeah. But I watched the, you know, STDs and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember they, they rolled the little VCR in and we watched that stuff. Yeah, I think it was eighth grade. So, but these days, you know, fifth graders, fourth graders, they're running into stuff everywhere. Well, the phones, TikTok. And... Yeah, through, exactly. It's, it's TikTok, out there. Even at school, because you got some other kid that, you know, brings something. So they're going to see something, you know. My kids were on a school bus in elementary school, and they're a kid with a vape because he took it from his parents' house. Oh now he's it from, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but because we've had these conversations, you know, they know this is bad. That's not good, and they're not going to be feeling like they need to try it because someone else told them. You know. Yeah, I agree. So I believe in having those conversations as long as they're brain can understand and they can understand at a pretty early age no look <laughs> I, i've said it on previous podcasts like you decide what you what age you want to start talking to your kids but just know you only really got to lay about 18 once they get to be 18 they're they're out in the real world without your protection as much so i think for the folks that don't talk to their kids or expose them or have that that's when they end up with kids who end up messing up and doing those things yeah. they don't know you know my you know i we have older kids too she was very open and she she has such a good relationship with her father so she communicate even as a daughter you know when she's of eight when she was age and she was ready to have sex like those conversations you need to have and make them feel comfortable to come to you yeah that's that's got to be a tough conversation to have too but it's necessary i don't need anybody knocked up anybody pregnant none of those things are oh man because then you're like in the grandmother role Mm-mm. And then those trips, those trips might not be happening. So yeah, you gotta, you know. And then also changing their view. Like I think for young girls, they have this, especially watching whatever they watch, but of either a getting with a dude so they can get the bag and the money and get oh gosh, etc. And going on vacations and they see that, but have discussions of showing like live your life, do what you can, go on vacation with your friends, visit different countries. That's what I talk to my eldest about. Like, yo, there's so much more than, you know, the United States. Go out here, go do this. And she's so excited. She's waiting for COVID, all this stuff to end. But that's what her plans are. She's not concerned about her boyfriend now. If he can't go, she's going. Yeah. And that's the mentality that I want her to have. So, therefore, she's not going to stop her life for a dude. I agree. Don't let him hold you back. Yeah. Do what you need to do. Well, have fun. You want to go to veterinary school in Canada? You go to Canada. <laughs> yeah. You just have to stay back here. <laughs> yeah, you also said arguments in a relationship mean awesome makeup sex, not going to the next person. I thought that was interesting because basically you were saying, like, it just because y'all get in an argument doesn't give you a reason to go do something stupid with somebody else. You know, don't doesn't give you a yeah. reason to cheat. No, not at all. And that's where a lot of, I think, relationships fail, where that that gives somebody, like, the reason they've been looking for, where they were looking for a reason, you know, instead of instead of doing the right thing, they're looking like, oh, I can't exactly. wait to this, they're and then I can go do this. If, if someone cheats after an argument, they were looking for a reason. And so they're not, no long, they're no longer invested in the marriage. Yeah. Right, babe? It's true. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I just want to get back to my video game. 
He's listening. I mean, I don't have much else to say. Those are like most of my notes. I didn't um I don't know if you had anything else that you wanted to get off of your chest. Um anything dating wise you want to give advice to anybody out there for the maybe in the marriage or I feel like you gave some good advice too earlier, but is there any parting things you want to say? Shane's good for good advice. He's a conversationalist. Shane was over here giving us like the Reverend Run, like the you know That's when he'd be in the in the bathtub writing stuff. He was just giving us uh-huh. the like quotes. That's he's good for that. I love listening to him talk. I rather listen than talk. That's why I told you I'm not a conversationalist. But he you is. wrote me so much stuff. I said, yo, she she's got a lot she wants to get off her chest. <laughs> you came firing. You're like, like You're I wrote right. all these notes off of what you wrote me. <laughs> I think because for me, I'm not a person that I speak too fast, so I don't get to think. So I had time to think and respond. You uh, see what I'm saying? Yep, yep. Shane, he's this is what he does. He converses and talks. Really, all his guy friends come to him for advice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we all go talk to Shane, man, we'll we'll be ready to settle down. We'll find the woman and settle down because he just he give you that that like. That old school knowledge, like he does, he has his old school knowledge, and so usually with us when we're together, it's like I he he could control the narrative, and then I usually jump in because I'm I'm listening. So you see, I have time to think, and then I jump in. Yeah, should have gone from the get go, <laughs> but I no, I did. But I wanted to, I wanted you to give your like opinions on stuff too, and I mean, like I said, I wanted to talk to a a couple who at least. You know, when things get rough, you guys are able to communicate, like I said. And I would say you guys are happily married. I would say we're happily married. Oh, yeah. And um, that's something that's been missing from this podcast the last few weeks. So, you know, just we want to bring some positivity. So to retract, first off, before I dig myself a grave, uh, I'm not saying Donnie is completely unhappy. He might be unhappy. Oh, look, look, look. Nah, you ain't got to apologize. Don't even say what he says. Like, people going to take whatever. No, he did sound unhappy. <laughs> he did sound unhappy. He, he definitely did. <laughs> he definitely sounded unhappy. Yeah. But, again, it could be situational. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean he's unhappy overall. He might have had an unhappy week or, happy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Happy moments recently that had him just, like, and then you guys were talking about everything. He definitely does not, not believe in marriage, though. I'll tell you that. Like, that's an everyday yeah. belief. <laughs> So why did he get married? Oh, Keisha, I don't know. <laughs> that was you saw me ask the I asked that question Wait, so many I, times. I, I want to think because I didn't finish the podcast, but I I, I do remember thinking that. But why did he? I get said married? so. Wait, you're married, but you don't believe in marriage, and he said, "Yeah," and I was like, "All right." <laughs> like, and so, and he said it about his parents because they, you know, they he grew up a certain way, religion. Yeah. But, and he doesn't believe it. He didn't follow it. However, it seems like he still did follow it if he decided to get married and have children. That could be the happy wife, happy life thing that, you know, some people do. Some people follow happy wife, happy life. Some people don't. I guess because he didn't seem like he's somebody who's just going to. But then again, he did get married if he chose if he doesn't agree with marriage. Yeah, he got married. Like, I mean, there's that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, it could be a couple things, though, Jake. So your uh, marriage is the sanctity of marriage and the, the, the ideal behind marriage is a very unselfish thing. So you basically responsible for somebody else's happiness to an extent, you're, you know, and for, 
when we're single, when you wake up, you brush your teeth, all you have is you, your agenda, how much money you're going to make, what you on your mind, you know, in marriage, you have to consider the other person's lifestyle, their feelings, their, their emotions, everything. And that's the unselfish part. So when people, a lot of people get married, they do get married for selfish reasons. And then once they're in the marriage, they're like, hold on, this thing's not working. Because, you know, it, it was a very, uns it's an unselfish type of situation you're supposed to be in. So you can't be selfish in a marriage. It just doesn't work. You know, it's going to fall apart, I you know. Agree. You I know, agree. so infidelity has nothing to do with hating the other person. It's a completely selfish act. I want to get my rocks off. That was a real big booty. I got to get that you know um so half the time a lot of folks think that oh you cheated on me it's something wrong with me no there's not nothing wrong with you there's something wrong with the person that actually cheated you know uh, yeah so we got to get shane to talk to john a <laughs> get that get that wisdom dropped on him yeah yeah <laughs> how Never mind. Never. Shane has to do like some type of like relationship type podcast, some type of <laughs> love advice relationship podcast where he just talks. He'd to be great for a podcast. That's for sure. He loves to have conversations. And it's yeah, not like hard to like put a little studio. Like I put a little studio in my little guest room. I mean, it's, you only need a few things. You don't need a lot. Oh, he's not going to go out his way and do it though. That's not him. Oh, but well. he's more of like special guest. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I got to get y'all in studio, too. Like, well, get I got Damien all... coming through, I think, next week or two. Who? Damien. Oh, No need to adjust your speakers. That was part one of Conversations with Keisha. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow for part two. This is Keeping It Real with Jared Lawrence.